Hello and welcome to the Fairview Knox Church Prophecy Update podcast series, a series totally dedicated to looking at today's news and events through the lens of biblical prophecy. And now, let's turn it over to your host and the lead pastor at Fairview Knox Church, Jeff Laborde. Well, welcome to our Prophecy Update podcast. Thank you, each and every one who sent a word of encouragement to share with us that you are being equipped in these last incredible, exciting days as we look for the calling for the rapture of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to share with you for just a few moments three very simple truths that I believe will not only encourage us, but as is always our goal at Fairview Knox, to equip us so that we're able not only to not be taken unaware, but we're able to give an answer for the hope that's within us when we're asked, why is it that in such a day of social destruction, spiritual depression, why is it that we as believers can, with the joy of the Lord, keep pressing forward? There, here's my outline for today. I want to talk to you first. Um, we're going to talk about getting ready. And then I want to talk to you about the global reset that's coming at us. And then lastly, I want to speak to you about the gospel redemption. When I say we're going to look for a moment at getting ready, let me preface what I'm saying by you understanding that as believers, as followers of Jesus Christ, we do not operate in a spirit of fear. In fact, the Bible tells us, the Apostle John says, that perfect love casts out all fear. Now, that doesn't mean that we're not concerned. That doesn't mean that we're not under the burden. That doesn't mean that there's not times when we look and we're very heavily burdened, much like our Lord did just before His crucifixion at Calvary when He wept over Jerusalem. There is a biblical expectation, beloved, that in these last hours of the last days, those of us who have been uh, saved by the blood of Christ— We've accepted the fact that as sinners, there's nothing we could do in order to earn the favor of God. But out of the abundant, unbelievable, unexplicable grace of God, He sent His only begotten Son to pay our debt at the cross of Calvary. You and I as believers are witnessing the dismantling uh, of our culture, the confusion uh, what once was easily defined from a biblical worldview, now, uh, as I understand it, uh, social media platforms, uh, there are up to 55 to 60 different choices when you're asked what your gender is. That is complete, total demonic confusion. Now, that doesn't mean those that are going through that confusion, that sexual dysphoria, that doesn't mean they're demonic. It simply means that they have been taken captive by these doctrines that are so prevalent today and the confusion to keep their minds from accepting the fact that God made them male or female. And he has a beautiful, unbelievable purpose and plan for their lives that in the moment that they come to Christ through the redemption of the cross, they have not only the promise of living with him forever in heaven, but they have a meaningful life to be beyond something that money can buy or materialism can give them. They have a ministry. Now, they may not be called a full-time ministry, but as believers, each and every one of us are called to the ministry. So having said that, I want to talk to you about getting ready. Uh, you are most likely familiar with the fact that uh, not only are global leaders beginning 
to warn us of what's coming by way of uh, a famine. Uh, We've already dealt with a number of chain supply issues and the fact that what was so readily available just a couple of years ago is now scarce, if not uh, not available at all. In fact, uh, the um, leading global manufacturer of hydrogen and nitrogen products just this week announced to customers that um, they they simply do not have the fertilizer to ship uh, via uh, normal processes to farmers across the United States of America. Now, let me tell you why that's important. Not only do you not have the fertilizer readily available, partly because of what's going on in the Ukraine, but secondly, uh, even here uh, in the States, it's simply not uh, accessible. The crops that are grown in the United States of America are 40% greater in yield uh, because the farmers fertilize their fields. So what this ultimately uh, has to do with, and I'm going to quote from this particular report from CF Industries Holdings, he, he simply says in the report, not only will fertilizer be delayed by the shipping restrictions, that's what's going on in China, that's what's happening right now with the Union Pacific Railway, um, but additional fertilizer needed to complete spring applications may be unable to reach farmers at all this year by placing arbitrary restrictions, which is coming actually from our government, on just a handful of shippers, Union Pacific in, in, uh, uh, says it is jeopardizing farmers. Harvest will be gra- greatly decreased, and the increase of what food will be available will be significant for the consumer at the register. Now, the aftermath of this, what, what is what is already happening because of the disastrous winter wheat harvest in the United States, which, by the way, was dismal, and then the winter wheat harvest uh, in China, which has been called the worst in history. So when I talk about getting ready, the Bible says in Proverbs that the, the righteous see the day of adversity approaching, and they make preparations. Now, if you've been a listener Uh, at this podcast at all, you are keenly aware of the fact that we hold a biblical conviction according to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, that we are not kept for an hour of wrath. If you've come to Christ, speaking of that gospel redemption, if you've accepted what Christ did for you at the cross, He paid your sin debt, the wrath of God that was poured out upon Jesus, what should have been poured out upon you and I, Jesus Christ became our sin, that we might become saints seated in the heavenlies. So when we talk about the wrath of God, the Bible is very explicit. We are not kept for an hour of wrath. We are the New Testament church, the bride that is awaiting the calling, the trumpet invitation from our bridegroom. But I will say this to you. We are not invincible. And we are not immune from persecution, and I believe ultimately prosecution, even though I don't believe we're going to go through the great tribulation. So I would simply say out of prudence that you need to heed what is what is being signaled to us by way of chain supply deficits, by winter wheat um, destruction of crops, 
by the, the inavailability of fertilizers for farmers. I've spoken with a number of farmers around the Southeast who listen to this podcast who are telling me that at best they're going to plant half uh, of what they would have normally planted simply because they cannot afford the increase of fuel and fertilizers. That's going to have, uh, at some point in time, that's going to affect what's on the shelves when you go to the store. Now, please hear me. When I say getting ready, for example, uh, last Friday, the U.S. Department of Agriculture announced that yet another outbreak um, has been confirmed concerning uh, what's coming at us by way of both the crops and uh, what's coming by the way of poultry. For example, the price of a dozen eggs in relation to the bird flu outbreak that has been reported uh, last November, it hovered around about a dollar. Right now, that price is about $3, and it will continue to rise. So w- when you look at things like wheat, when you look at things like flour, when you look at things like eggs, uh, n- it's not the, the fact that they've gone from a dollar uh, to over $3, and they continue to rise. You, you're talking about simply not being able to get them because of the pandemics that are be, that are breaking out. So you you have a blight that's hit the winter wheat. You have a blight that's hit uh, the bird flu that's hit the chicken population, which is affecting the eggs and, and chicken breast, for example, uh, in this particular report. Uh, the, the average price of a chicken breast at a local store has gone up 43%. I'm going to give you just uh, some anecdotal inflation food shortage uh information here. Uh, This particular writer that I follow said that they'd just gotten back from the Dollar General store in Holden, Missouri. They were going to buy Tyson chicken breast to store up for the future when they they had gone from $6.95 a piece to uh, $10.95 a piece. That is over 50%, uh, nearly 50% jump in price. Now, the issue is you're looking at things like shortage of crackers. I, I know that sounds ridiculous, and, and, and we tend to think, well, how can that affect me? Beloved, do you understand that there are certain types of just crackers that are restocked at the general uh, Dollar General store? They are saying are four months out if they can get them at all. So you're talking about wheat. You're talking about eggs. You're talking about crackers. Now, here's the issue with this. These are not expensive nor high nutritional foods by and large. These are entry-level foods for most anybody, those on a budget, uh, those that have an average income. We're already beginning to see not only are they not available, but the incredible inflationary rate that they're, they're coming up. Now, I want you to understand, when I talk about getting ready, this is not only for taking care of your family. You need to make some preparations and stock up a few things in order not only to be able to provide for your family, but to, I believe, as my wife and I have, to be a gospel witness and a ministry to those who may not have anything at all. We, we have talked about the fact that if, if through this season we can be a blessing to those who live around us that don't know Christ and to share out of what little we have, the love of Christ, 
I'm simply saying to you, it's a ministry opportunity. Now, let's talk about the global reset ever so quickly as uh, as well. You are hearing and listening to a very open dialogue and discussion. In fact, it's really not even a debate anymore that we are going into an economic reset. Uh, just this week alone, uh, over $800 million has been re- has been committed to the battle in the Ukraine from from the United States of America. It, it's not an, an issue of whether or not we're supporting the Ukraine. It's an issue of whether or not at home here in the United States to continue to print money that's on paper that's backed by nothing, watching inflation begin to skyrocket, we are approaching a place in the debt cycle that is going to be destructive. So I say that to you to to understand that what's happening is the setting of the stage. In fact, I want to share a scripture from the book of Revelation of Jesus Christ, chapter 1. It says this, and he sent and signified it by his angels and his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, listen very closely, to all these things that he saw. And he says very, very explicitly that these things which which must shortly take place. That word shortly in the original language is where we get the word tachometer. And it simply means to rev up. It means that once the motor is started and it begins to idle, and the and the the pedal of prophecy in the engine of God's prophetic plan, once you begin to press that pedal, for example, pandemics, why is it that not only are we seeing and it what they're calling uh, a rate of COVID in China right now? I don't know if you're familiar with this, if you're watching what's taking place in some of the alternative news sites, there are over 500 million Chinese locked in their homes. We're seeing videos where the doors have been welded on their apartments, refrigerators have been rolled out on the balconies, they're completely empty, they are starving to death, but the government, the communist government of China, is simply locking people down in order to keep what they are saying is an even faster rate of the spread of COVID than what actually took place in the initial pandemic. You have the wheat that's being infected by the blight, the bird flu that is affecting poultry and eggs that we've already talked about. This This is the beginning of birth pangs. Jesus said to his disciples in that great prophecy teaching in Matthew chapter 24, that when you see these things, and one of those things, beloved, was pestilence, disease. We are seeing an unprecedented rate of pestilence. In the pandemic was the opening of that Pandora's box that you and I now live under. So when I talk about getting ready, it's just an act of prudence. It's not panic. It's not anxiety. It's not a lack of trusting God. Beloved, Noah started building that ark before the first raindrop came. It was not raining when Noah heeded the voice of God. I'm simply saying to you, even if we stock up just to be prudent and prepared, and the rapture comes tomorrow, which, beloved, according to the Word of God, it can, you still leave behind 
a, a stock of supplies that will be a blessing to those because there will be those who will come to Jesus Christ in the tribulation. We've talked about getting ready. We've talked about the global reset. You need to continue to watch what is about to happen. Daniel chapter 2 and Daniel chapter 7 are timelines. They are prophetic calendars for what's going to happen with the global reset. Uh, While this podcast doesn't provide the time or the opportunity to walk through all the matrix of what's happening, I would simply say to you that if you study the book of Daniel, Daniel is the political, it is the Gentile world. Now, when I say Gentile, remember there are three strands of humanity in in God's economy. From Genesis chapter 1 to Genesis chapter 12, there were merely Gentiles, those who came out of Adam and Eve, Gentiles. Uh, From Genesis chapter 12 until Acts chapter 2, there were Gentiles, and Hebrews, the seed of Abraham, Jewish people, only two strands of the human race, Gentiles, non-Jewish people, and Hebrews, Jewish people that were born out of the covenant that God made with Abraham. After the coming of the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 2, something miraculous, beautiful happened. This is why Paul said, if any man, if any woman be in Christ, they're a new creation. God introduced through the miraculous redemption of His Son's death, burial, and resurrection a brand new creation. It's not merely scriptural hyperbole. It's not that Paul just chose that word in order to to somehow uh, be exploitive in that word. What he's saying is... You literally, the moment you trusted Christ, you became a new creation. So when you get to the book of Daniel and you want to know what is God's prophetic timeline for all that's going to happen in these last hours of these last days, Daniel chapter 7 is a phenomenal place for you to study. And I would would encourage you, beloved, to get you a trustworthy Bible and a trustworthy commentary that can walk you through the integral truth and the timeless transcending pictures that God used in the life of Daniel. There's a reason that God uses, for example, in Daniel chapter 2, not only the image on the plain of Shinar, which is Babylon, Not only does he use gold for density, and by the time you get to the legs and the feet, they're made of bronze or brass, and then ultimately the feet are made of brass, and the toes are a mixture of both iron and clay. Well, the reason that God does that is because it's a timeless capacity. It's a a way that God is conveying truth that goes beyond our cultural understanding. So when you get to Daniel chapter 7, the the animals that Daniel describes, the leopard, the beast, and the lion, they they all represent world kingdoms. Now, if you go back to Daniel chapter 2, we see this massive idol that we just spoke of that represents world kingdom as as well. But now Daniel changes the the figure to convey the prophetic truth. Not only are the world kingdoms like that of the giant image that you saw on the plains of Shinar in chapter 2, but now they've become vicious animals. So Daniel represents Babylon as a lion. He represents Medo-Persia as a bear. He pictures Greece as a leopard. 
And the last beast, now notice it's, it, it has no specific name, but it's a beast. It's cruel. It has a spotted body of a leopard. It has ugly claws of a bear and a ravenous mouth of a lion. Beloved, I'm telling you right now, this is why I'm saying to you, get ready. I'm saying to you, make sure that you know the glorious redemption of the cross of Calvary. And we are going through a global reset. What you are watching happening right now is you're seeing that last vicious beast of Daniel chapter 7. This is what he's, he's saying to us. That when the Antichrist comes, he's going to be the epitome of, of absolute beastly characteristics of wicked every wicked ruler that has ever lived. He's going to be the Caesar, the Napoleon, the Hitler, the Stalin. He's going to be the Khomeini's, the, the Saddam Hussein's. He is going to possess everything there is in, in body, mind, and hatred melted into one. And not only is the Antichrist going to have a family likeness, as Dr. Adrian Rogers would say, he's going to have the lineage because he's going to inherit every one of their powers, but it's going to be off the chart. His capacity is going to be immediate. He's going to be handsome. He's going to be winsome. He's going to be uh, articulate, intelligent. He will have the power to work miracles. It, beloved, I'm telling you, you're watching, and we will look at this in the next podcast. We're going to begin to unpack the artificial intelligence. We we are being told right now by one of the most leading, I, I, I may be careful here, but I, I'm just going to say this to you. If there are some leading candidates for the Antichrist, which uh, leading theologians, men of God that have studied all their lives to uh, be able to impart biblical prophecy to us are telling us that there are two or three prime candidates that are alive right now that could absolutely, without question, fulfill the role and the mandate of the Antichrist. Now, there is one in particular that I am watching, and I won't, I won't name him, but I believe that he is probably one of the single greatest qualified candidates and he is in a position right now of, of obscurity, which is part of what happens. Because by the time you get to the Daniel chapter 8, he's going to, and Daniel chapter 7, he's going to rise up out of a place of obscurity, come out of really uh, the, the shadows of political authority, and he's going to have every answer for every problem. Which, beloved, I believe those problems right now uh, are nothing compared to what's going to be taking place one day after the rapture of the church. When you evacuate the church of the living God that is indwelt by the Holy Spirit, and in that moment, when the Holy Spirit, he that restraineth, first, uh, first Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 1 following, and the Holy Spirit of the living God is taken out, you you cannot imagine the wickedness that's going to be unleashed on this earth. That's why Daniel chapter 7 is imperative for you to understand. I don't believe we'll be here to see his unveiling. Let me, let me show you a quote um, concerning the artificial intelligence, because I want you to remember 
this man who is going to be the culmination of wickedness. This is what one of the leading candidates for what I believe could very well be the Antichrist who's being positioned right now. This is what he said. Humans are now hackable animals. The whole idea that humans have a spirit or a soul is no longer true. Nobody knows what's happening inside of them and that they have a free will, those days are over. Now, when this man says that humans are hackable, let me tell you what he's saying. He's saying that they can be integrated with computer chips, with artificial intelligence at a level that they can be controlled. I believe the mark of the beast may well be a hack into the human system. We're going to talk about that on the next podcast. Beloved, Don't let this scare you. Let it encourage you. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, settle it now. Because I promise you this, there is a global reset coming. You need to get ready for even these days of persecution and possible prosecution for holding to the gospel. But if you know the glorious gospel of redemption, beloved, lift up your head. For our Redeemer draweth nigh. God bless you. Keep looking up. Well, thank you for joining us today on the Fairview Knox Church Podcast Prophecy Series. We pray it provides you not only with knowledge, but also peace from the Word of God. If you do not know Jesus today, it is not too late. The Father loved each and every one of us so much that He sent Jesus, His only Son, to the earth on a rescue mission for us. If we will confess and ask God to forgive us of our sins, if we will accept Jesus' free gift of salvation, not for anything that we have done or earned, but because of everything that He did on the cross and through His resurrection, and if we will make Him our Lord and follow Him in each step of our daily life to make His fame and His renown known to the world, then we will be saved. Saying these words alone does not save you. But believing by faith that He is real and stepping out to turn away from your sin and toward the Father will. If that is you today and you are making that profession today, we are rejoicing with you. All of heaven is rejoicing. We are so excited. We want you to let us know because we want to come alongside of you and help you get started on your walk. Um, You can email us at salvation at fairviewknox.com. Hey, stay tuned each Sunday as we live stream our worship experiences at 1045 a.m. Eastern Time at FairviewKnox.com. And if you're ever close to Knoxville, we would love for you to drop by and join us. Have a great day.